Thank you for being part of this important moment. Political life isn't easy. This is a path you choose because you believe in serving those around you. Thank you for your service. That is Liberal leader Justin Trudeau speaking last night with the election results. Once again, a minority government for the Trudeau Liberals. But let's break down what was going on in B.C. with these results, too. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun joins us this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. Uh, I guess we've still got a few seats to get sorted out here, but uh, I think we can see the situation pretty good. British Columbia, NDP did better. Liberals did better. Conservatives did worse. Greens almost knocked off the map. Yeah, so interesting. Can we talk about this from a provincial perspective, though, in terms of like the NDP here, Premier John Horgan? Uh, What does this result mean for them? Oh, I think the uh, Premier John Horgan and the New Demo- BC New Democrats are going to be delighted with what happened. Horgan on Friday kind of hedged. He said he'd voted for the NDP in his riding, Alistair McGregor, and McGregor was re-elected easily last night. But the Horgan said, you know, I have to work with whoever's the national government. Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to tell people how to vote on Monday uh, for parties. Well, then on Saturday, he goes on to social media, and it sounds like maybe <laughs> one of his federal counterparts said, "Hey, thanks for the anchor, John. Let's let's uh, you, you're yeah. telling people not, you know, that you're not going to vote NDP uh, provincially." And so Horgan comes out and says, "I voted for my friend uh, Alistair McGregor in my riding, and you know, because he works with my friend Jugmeet Singh and the NDP on our priorities." So Horgan, you know, kind of came back and said, "Hey, yeah, vote NDP." Well, you know. Uh, uh, but looking at it, John Horgan worked very, very well with Justin Trudeau over the last few years, and he gets to go on working with him. It's the only prime minister he's ever had to work with. And the NDP is going to hold balance of power with the Trudeau minority government again. It looks like that anyway. So I think uh, for the BC NDP, for John Horgan, uh, this is as good a result as he could have hoped for within reason. The trend, though, I think that we've seen in B.C. elections certainly held here in this federal election, too, didn't it? The fact that what we're seeing in the metro areas and the more urban areas is being reflected federally as well. Yes, and and that's true, Simi. And uh, the other two developments that I think the B.C. NDP will welcome, the collapse of the Green vote uh, nationally, the fact that the Green Party is wounded at the top, uh, because of infighting, um, you know, the Green the Green Party indulges in infighting as if it were a huge political party. It's a tiny one, yeah. but they still <laughs> they still fight infighting like a big party. So that one isn't going to that that the New Democrats going to say, hey, great, we'll take that. And the other one, I think you're right. I think the other thing that happened politically last night that matters a great deal to the BC NDP and that ought to matter to the Conservative Party is the vote shift. You had, uh, you know, at one point, Richard Zussman uh, on Global last night, I stayed up to watch him because he had the big board and the color, right? And, And with a touch of a finger, Richard showed what happened. The conservative seats in and around Metro Vancouver switched, either to the NDP or the Liberals. Well, that's what also happened provincially in the last election. The conservatives are losing support, just like the B.C. Liberals did, in in and around Metro Vancouver. Younger voters, millennials, 
are listening to a party that still thinks the big issues in the country are assault weapons and restricting women's access to abortion and not providing child care and not fighting climate change and they won't even tell you whether they're vaccinated and younger voters are going, hey, you may be talking to people in other parts of the country, but you're not talking to me and I'm not voting for you. And, you know, I, again, I think when they sit down to do postmortems uh, today and the New Democrats are going to say, hey, we found right now the place where the voters want us to be, and if we stick to it, we're looking good for the next election. And the challenge for federal conservatives and B.C. liberals is we can make our base really happy. We can give them red meat and everything they want. How do we connect to the coming electorate, the young people, younger people living in and around Metro Vancouver, where the next election is going to be decided? Yeah, so interesting too. And when it comes to minority governments, because here we are again, the second consecutive one, I mean, th- th- we're no strangers to this. I think the stat that I heard last night, what was it seven out of the last nine governments we've had have been minority governments? Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of parties nationally and Canadians in different parts of the country see things differently and block and all the other reasons. Uh, <clears throat> it's easier to get a minority government in Canada than it is to get a majority. Once in a while, you get a majority. And it means the parties have to work together Together, sure, going forward. But again, I was listening to people last night sort of running off the reasons why, you know, Justin Trudeau has to be disappointed and blah, blah, blah. And going, he's going to be prime minister tomorrow. He's going to be prime minister this time next year. And yes, he does need the support of other parties to get things through Parliament. But he wasn't having much trouble doing that before he called the election. And the other parties, well, do they really want another election? Do they have the money? Have they sorted out their own problems? I think Trudeau's going to go, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to work with my friend Jagmeet Singh, and we're going to get stuff done. The only disadvantage that I see from having covered politics a long time with minority governments is they're really good at spending money. They're really good at adding programs. They're not so good at doing the stuff that you need to fight inflation, balance budgets, rein in spending, um, all those things, increase productivity, all those economic challenges are the ones that are of concern going forward. But, you know, the Trudeau government, with support from Singh, um, the good news is you get to govern Canada. The bad news is you get to cover yeah, in Canada. Exactly. You, you've got to start this stuff out. And, and it's much better to, you know, the old line about it. It's, uh, even, the, the, even the worst day in government is better than the best day in opposition. You've got the power, you get to go forward, and it's your opponents who have to think about how do we fix this thing if the con- and for the conservatives. If they couldn't beat Justin Trudeau in these circumstances, yeah. How are they ever going to beat him? That is so true. Now I know a lot of eyes, though, will turn to the Liberals to start delivering a lot of what they talked sure. about. Because now it's like, okay, you got this. You did yep. this. You wanted this. Where Where is housing affordability? What are they going to do? 
Yeah, the housing affordability one is really interesting because in the past, um, it's generally for a long time the view was, well, you know, if you're going to deal with housing affordability, that's a provincial government, John Horgan, partly gain power on that. It's local government. Ottawa has kind of been out of the game for a long time. So Trudeau brought it back. Singh brought it back. Even the Conservatives brought it back. So now what are they going to do about it? My read on it is, you know, we've tried um, foreign buyer taxes and higher taxes and tougher regulation, all kinds of demand-side stuff. We're going to have to look seriously, seriously at increasing the supply of the kind of housing that those young families in Metro Vancouver want and look at that across the country. Uh, That is something where they're going to have to show me that they can do something about it. They are very good at talking about it, but are you going to be able to get the housing supply built I just don't know. I think the provincial government faces the same challenge. And look, uh, yeah. UBCM had its meeting last week, and I don't think they have the answers either. Is this good news, though, in terms of the projects that this provincial government was counting on yes. to be funded by the federal government, whether it was transit, infrastructure, yes. child care, whatever the case? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Horgan uh, signed a deal with Trudeau beforehand uh, for $10 child care. That's good news. Uh, he signed a deal to extend SkyTrain to Langley. That's good news. He threw out and said, hey, would you consider supporting this, uh, the $4 billion uh, tunnel to replace the existing Massey Tunnel? I think they're going to go back to Ottawa on that one. And on Friday, the Premier said his first priority is to talk to the national government. We need help protecting BC's share of the Alaska cruise business. I think on that one, BC is rightly looking for some federal support. Ottawa hasn't paid much attention to that issue. All right. Thanks very much, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simon.